Hello, and welcome to the Spirit Studios podcast. My name's Al, and in this episode of Making Tracks, we'll be exploring the nostalgic sound of Vaporwave. Vaporwave is truly a product of the internet, emerging in the early 2010s and developing as both a musical genre and a distinct visual art style, which tends to be categorized by a nostalgic reflection on the pop culture, technology and commercialism of the late 20th century. Vaporwave music often features heavily processed samples of innocuous smooth jazz, corporate elevator music or easy listening songs from the 1980s and the 1990s. These samples usually get chopped up, slowed down and coated with reverb and analog style distortion to make them sound more dreamy and surreal. Rather than sample pre-existing records, we're going to build our own Vaporwave track from scratch. First, we'll create our own cheesy 1980s style loop, and then we'll warp it with various plugins and processing until we reach something that sounds like this. So as I mentioned in the intro, many Vaporwave tracks are built around samples of other records, many of which could be characterized as soft rock, smooth jazz, or lounge music. Other Vaporwave producers will find their source material in the form of corporate music or muzak, the kind of inoffensive background music that you might hear in an elevator or played over the PA system in a retail store. If you're making your own Vaporwave track and you want to use a sample like this, then there's plenty of stuff you can find online, including an entire catalogue of digitised cassette tapes that were originally played in Kmart stores in the USA. You can find these on archive.org, and we'll also leave a link in the episode description if you want to go and check these out for yourself. For this episode, we're going to create our own retro corporate sample from scratch, and we'll start things off with this simple synth chord progression in the key of C major. Now even though we're going for a cheesy sound, we can still make this progression more interesting by changing up the chord voicing. To do this, I'm going to add a few extra notes to our chords, such as major and minor sevenths, and then we can spread the notes over several octaves to make these chords sound more full and more 80s. Let's also add some echo set to dotted eighth notes. Underneath these chords we need a bass line. For this I was inspired by the sound of famous bass presets available on the Yamaha DX7 synthesizer, which came out in 1983 and uses FM synthesis to create distinct twangy bass tones. You can hear these bass sounds on records like Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins and Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. For our track, I'm using a plug-in version called FM8, playing a simple pattern that largely follows the root notes of each chord in our progression. Our corporate jingle also needs a melody, or maybe even two. 
The first melody is played on this bright analog style synth patch. And the second melody on this glassy FM bell sound. Together, the melodies sound like this. And altogether, this is what we have so far. To finish off our 80s sample, we just need to add a beat. And we're going to do this in layers. First, let's begin with a big punchy kick and snare pattern. Over the top of this, we can add some groovy congas and bongos. and then enhance this further with a percussion topper that really emphasizes the backbeat. Now add some more reverb and a big crash cymbal. So now all we need to do is arrange our parts to create a full sample that we can then transform into some Vaporwave. Many Vaporwave tracks will only use short repeating sections taken from their source material. So I'm going to keep things easy and create a simple loop which we can play around with during the next stage. So with our sample ready, we now need to start warping it. A characteristic of many Vaporwave tracks is that their samples are slowed down considerably, which has several very distinct effects on the sample. Not only will the tempo or rhythm of the track be affected, but the pitch also goes lower. This is because time and pitch are linked, so when we slow down or time stretch a musical waveform, we change the frequency of the sound waves, which causes pitch shifting. So you can hear this in action, I'll slow down the tempo of our sample in real time. We'll start off at the original tempo of 110 beats per minute, and after a few bars you'll hear things begin to slow down and detune. When the melody begins, we'll be at 87 beats per minute, which is going to be the new tempo of our sample.
Experimenting with time stretching and pitch shifting is a great way to rework a sample. The new tempo you choose has a big impact on the sound, so audition various tempos until you reach one that sounds good. Just bear in mind that if you stretch too far, your sample could become unrecognizable. As well as slowing down our sample, we can process it with effects plugins to make it sound much more vintage and nostalgic. A great plugin for this kind of effect is the RC20 Retro Color by XLN Audio. This plugin contains multiple effects in one, allowing you to easily tap into the character and unpredictability of analog audio formats like vinyl, cassettes, and VHS tapes. I'll play back our sample and slowly bring in the effects of the RC20 plugin. You'll also hear plenty of reverb come in, which will help give us that dreamlike quality. This heavy use of effects enhances the sound in a really cool way, but one side effect is that the drums sound less punchy and distinct. Now this might be a side effect that you like, in which case you don't need to do anything about it, but I'm going to reinvigorate our beat with the use of a few extra drum samples. We're going to use this kick and this snare. Next we're going to line up these samples with the kick and snare pattern in our main 80s loop. By itself that pattern sounds like this. Now we can do a before and after comparison. First you'll hear the 80s sample by itself, then I'll bring in the kick and snare so you can hear what they add. Although our main sample has been slowed down considerably, we can introduce new loops to our Vaporwave beat that play back normally at our new tempo of 87 beats per minute, such as this percussion loop. Because we don't really have to change the tempo and the pitch of this sample, it sounds much brighter and clearer than the percussion in our slowed down loop. Introducing contrasting elements like this can be a subtle way to add depth and energy to a time stretch groove. We can do a similar thing with other instruments. For example, I felt like this track needed more forward momentum, so I've added in this driving synth bass part, playing a simple eighth note pulse that closely follows the root notes of our chord progression. The problem is that this bass part is still in the key of C, but our sample has been detuned all the way down to A flat. 
To fix this, we just need to transpose our MIDI notes down four semitones from C to A flat, and our new bass part should fit perfectly. Likewise, any other melodic elements we want to incorporate also need to be in the new key of A flat. To help build energy during certain sections of the arrangement, let's add in this wobbly sounding arpeggiator. Arpeggiators take the notes of a chord and then they sequence these notes individually, creating a new melodic pattern. By adjusting the controls on our arpeggiator, we can get very different results from the same MIDI chords. For example, if we increase the rates control, our notes will play back faster, and by adding additional steps, we can run up multiple octaves of our chord. These quick arpeggiator runs are a great way to add excitement at certain points in your track, like at the start of a verse or chorus. Let's add some echo and reverb to make this sound much bigger. We can enhance these moments further with the use of transition effects, like risers, crash cymbals, and even explosive impact sounds. I'll play a short section of the arrangement with just the drums and these transition effects so you can hear them in action. And we can do a similar thing with drum fills, like these big 80s toms. Another way to add character to your tracks is by mixing in some dialogue from old films, TV shows or adverts. As the vaporwave genre often takes a reflexive look at consumption and commercialism, I decided to make use of this audio from a vintage Coca-Cola advert. You know, it's a good idea to keep plenty of Coke on ice all the time. Coca-Cola has a distinctive flavor, all its own. A flavor that has never been equaled. Coca-Cola is popular with everyone, which makes it ideal when you're expecting guests. Now that's true whether it's a casual gathering like this one or a planned party. This dialogue will form the focus of a break section in the middle of the arrangement. I've gone ahead and chopped out some of the best lines and then ran this through some distortion, EQ and reverb effects to make it sound more vintage and help give it more presence in the mix. You know, it's a good idea to keep plenty of Coke on ice all the time. Coca-Cola has a distinctive flavor. A flavor that has never been equal. Coca-Cola is popular with everyone. The bright, bracing flavor of Coke is always welcome. The final stages of our mix involve some further processing on our master channel. This channel is the final output for all the audio in our track, so any processing we do here will affect the sound of our entire mix. In most mixes, the changes you make on the master channel will be quite subtle, but for Vaporwave, we can really push things for creative purposes. For this track, I'm using lots of compression, EQ, 
and another RC20 to make the whole mix sound more degraded and warped, like you're listening to it on an old cassette tape that's seen better days. I'll play a section of the mix without this extra processing, then I'll activate the plugins so you can hear the difference that they make. So that's been my take on creating a Vaporwave track from scratch. I hope you've enjoyed listening and maybe picked up a few ideas that you can incorporate into your own productions. I'll play the finished track in a moment so you can hear how all of these elements come together. Have a listen out for a few extra sound effects like the ringing of a cash register as well as a few techniques like filter sweeps which I've used to change the sound of the mix during the intro, the break and the outro. If you like this episode and want to develop your production skills further, then you may want to check out the music production or the electronic music production and performance degree courses at Spirit Studios. Whether it's Vaporwave, Synthwave or C-Punk that you love, whatever your preferred genre and whatever your preferred door, you will have the freedom to develop your own sound while taking inspiration from a variety of artists and genres. It's not too late to apply to study with us this September and we are now open for clearing. So if you're a music producer who is interested in studying with us, or perhaps you just want to pop in and check out the studios for yourself, then we'd love to hear from you. To learn more about all our music production courses, or find out how to sign up for one of our upcoming open days, then please visit us at our website at spiritstudios.ac.uk. Bright, bracing flavor of coke is always welcome.